Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Tristan Meyer O'Dell is a typical Canadian teenager with an unusual hobby. He's into taxidermy. And even though stuffing dead animals isn't perhaps the pastime you'd choose for your offspring, his parents seem totally on board. The Teenage Taxidermist is produced by Rachel Matlow for the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. I have to take a lot more showers than usual because, especially with the skinning of them, they can be very stinky and don't really want to be going to school with organ fluids all over my shirt and skin. I am 15 and I am the Teenage Taxidermist. I first started taxidermy when I was sitting on my bed and watching a show and some movies, very into horror movies, and I watched Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, and (laughs) the main character, Norman Bates, actually does taxidermy. It just seemed like something I would be into. I got a call at work one day when he had a short day at school asking, uh, Mom, do we have any sodium borate? I said, I don't know. I said, is that borax? I said, we've got borax. What do you, what on earth do you want borax for? He's like, taxidermy. I'm like, what? I went to buy some dead rats. I have a pet snake, so I usually buy rodents to feed to my snake. So I buy it from that shop. And it was, they're already dead and frozen. I bought a huge plastic tablecloth, threw it down, grabbed a scalpel and borax, amongst a few other items, and just got right into it. I came home from work that day to his first fully taxidermied piece, which he had completed entirely on his own with the assistance of a YouTube video. It turned out better than I thought, but I kind of forgot to put on the legs. I like to make exotic creatures that are not, that are kind of beyond this world, like polymorphic things that are dressed up like people. This is supposed to be Ratty Potter. He has a little scar on his head, and I'm making a tiny little scarf and wand and glasses. And then my most recent piece was Leonardo Ratvinci. He's a little rat artist. And don't forget the little mouse. Oh yes, I've taxidermied a mouse, but I don't no longer have that because I gave that to someone as a birthday present. I turned a mounted uh, mouse head into um, a hairpin so she can wear a dead mouse in her hair every day. I think she had a good laugh about it.
This piece right here, I think, turned out quite well. That rat is riding a squirrel, which is posed, well, like a squirrel. Some of my pieces still have needles in them to keep the skin drying. Those two needles in the nose of the squirrel are actually stuck right now. Can't get them out. That black squirrel was roadkill from three blocks away. And I do remember the morning I was driving to work and I drove down the street. And as I passed the squirrel on the road, there was a little voice in my head said, Oh my goodness, you're totally going to pull over and go and look at that squirrel. And if that squirrel looks okay, you're actually going to pick it up and take it home and put it in the freezer for your son, aren't you? And that's exactly how it went. (laughs) And I just, I laughed and shook my head all the way to work after going home and being late for work because I had brought home this squirrel for my son. But honestly, it's raw materials and it's free and it saves the city from picking it up. Uh, And it was, you know, a lovely, plump squirrel until it had been hit by a car that morning. And the look on my son's face when I said, Close your eyes and hold out your hand. That night was so worth it. I was astonished. I was like, what store did you get this from? I don't know many stores that sell squirrels. I feel lucky for having someone who would understand what what I do and be willing to go that far or even allow me to stick any sharp items into a dead corpse. In his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I would personally consider myself, other than being a taxidermist, a nerd. I, um, I like superheroes, comics, and video games, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, and things like that. And I have a comic book stapled to my walls around everywhere. Just part of my collection I like to show off. And other than that, scattered taxidermy supplies and... Beside you right now is my freezer. That was a Christmas present. It was a Christmas present from his parents because our freezer was constantly full of really horrifying things in states of semi-undress. Especially when we have an Airbnb in our basement. So we do have Airbnb guests from time to time using our fridge and freezer. And Tristan's father is a vegetarian and a practicing Buddhist and would rather not see these things all the time while he does support Tristan's passion. Also in these, this freezer, I have multiple rabbit heads. You know, it should be underscored that Tristan is an incredible animal lover and that no lives have been taken just for the pursuit of his art. I am a very large animal lover. I have multiple pets and I've had multiple pets in the past rabbits i've had pet rats snakes lizards dogs frogs fish all of the above and i i really do love them so i've gone through a lot of deaths and phases with these animals i know my first few were very harsh on me but after a while you pick up on it and you realize it's natural part of life and then after a while from that even you realize that when you bury them, you're kind of wasting them and not really preserving them and leaving them be. So I like to believe that when I do taxidermy, it shows that we're using as much as of them as we can and preserving them as much as we can, like even beyond death. 
knocks my socks off. Gretel Myro Dell, Tristan's mum from The Teenage Taxidermist, produced by Rachel Matlow for the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, and that originally aired on CBC's Sunday edition. And I found that story on the Third Coast International Audio Festival's weekly podcast called ReSound. The festival actually starts next week in Chicago and it's basically a fortnight-long celebration of audio storytelling. There's live podcast events, some speakers and prizes, and I'll be playing a few of the winners on next week's show. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.